Welcome to another episode of the Metaphysical Podcast. This is your host here um, again, and I am talking about my experiences in the metaphysical, uh, spiritual manner, um, hoping that this inspires individuals who have these experiences to speak up and uh, if they need help, go and get some help. Uh, and because honestly speaking, this this is a dangerous game. This is not this is not TV. This is not something that is fiction. Even though they 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 portray many of these spiritual uh, spiritual experiences as being fiction. We know those who are going through it or have gone through it know that these experiences are real. Um, I mean, like, and, and I think we have a lot of people that are in like mental institutes, insane asylums and what have you that are actually going through spiritual transformation. Um, I read a book. Uh, once that expl- explain how the tribes, uh, the Indian tribes in the, on the reservations uh, or, or tribes in general would isolate an individual who had certain gifts as a child and, and put them with a medicine man or woman root worker or a, a, a spiritual teacher and show them the process and kind of work with them through this spiritual journey that they had to go through because they were the selected person in their family to move into this lifestyle of healing people of uh, of con- uh, conversing with the dead and uh, protecting the the family the ancestors etc etc Unfortunately, many here in the U.S. have a different um, ideology. They have a different thought process. Uh, They try to shun or dumb down what the truth is, even though many people also have paranormal spiritual experiences. And I'm not just referring to the paranormal experiences of uh, vortex spirituality where you may purchase a home or move into a home that's on a ley line or a vortex or something and you see end up seeing what they call residue of um, various um, various things. Uh and I had to learn this. I had to learn. It would have been way easier if I would have had someone to show me the ropes. But there were things that were happening that happened in my life. Uh, for example, as a as a child, you know, I remember my family telling me that someone tried to put or someone put a curse on the family or someone tried to put a curse on the family or something to that effect. Uh, my grandmother found a voodoo doll or a, a whatever, a puppet, a poppet, what they call it, behind um, a pillow during a party that she was having for one of her, one of my uncles at her house. And I'm assuming this this poppet had the, his name and all this other stuff in it. I don't know what transpired after that. I don't know if she threw it away the right way. I don't know, even know. She wasn't even supposed to touch it. I don't even think. I think there was supposed to be a certain way that you're supposed to, you know, cleanse the house and so on and so forth. I never got past that point with the conversation. Um, and my grandmother isn't even, I don't even think she was the one that told me. I think it was like my aunt's. And my uncle, somebody in that, you know, my mom may have told me or whatever. So this is, this. it's very important that 
if you're going through these experiences that you have someone that, that's able to pull you in to, to, to say, hey, you know, you're not the only one going through this. And, you know, maybe you want to study a little more because when I was younger as a child, I began what they call dibbling and dabbling into things because of my being drawn to spirituality. I began to do things that I had no clue or what's going on. I'm going based off of what I see on Goosebumps, what I see on Harry Potter's, you know, how Harry Potter type shows, you know, things of that nature. Uh, so, um, and then also I have, I've had friends, uh, when I was younger, tell me stories. Uh, I had a girlfriend, uh, uh, a Haitian girlfriend when I was 13 who had a father that was a priest, um, a priest of Haiti. Um, I never met this guy. Every time I went to her house, her apartment, her mother, it was just her mother there. Um, no, I think there was another guy. I think she had a stepfather, something like that. There was another guy there at one point, one time, I think. But I saw they had an altar, you know, little stuff. But and and I did. It did seem like in the apartment, like it was a little dark. It was, you know, the, the energy was a little weird, but it didn't really bother me too much. And she never explained to me like what her father did until like later on in a relationship. And she, you know, but when she did, she was just like, she was scared. She told me, she's like, I'm scared. You know, I seen, uh, you know, some things happen. My dad is crazy, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I'm assuming that, that, that when she initially told me uh, that things had been going on prior to, you know what I mean? Um, and then one day I went to pick her up so we could go to school together because at the time we went to the same school. Either we went to the same school or she went to the school up the hill from the school, the school I was attending the junior high school I was attending. Um, but we ended up, I ended up picking her up. We ended up going. And then in us going, she was, she started crying on the train in front of everybody. And we went to the middle of the car. If you know New York City subway, you know, there's a middle part between both cars that you could stand there, stand in. Really, you're not supposed to, but you know, if you needed to, you could. Um, and I hugged her and, you know, and she was explaining to me like that that night before she saw her father f like float through the wall uh, from where the altar was, float through the wall, float through her, uh, you know, room and um, turn into a dog like a vicious, some vicious dog or whatever and start barking at her or something. And then, you know, and then he like floated back through or something to that effect. And so, you know, when she told me this, I was like, man, like, I'm sure he wasn't trying to hurt her. That's his daughter. But there was, he must have, I'm assuming he was trying to, trying to, uh, teach her a lesson about something or prove a point or something or maybe he even just wanted her to be a part of his spirituality and him and her mom and him just weren't together any longer I don't know but this is what I'm saying some of you guys may and girls may be going through this stuff and you need you you know you at least just want to have somebody to to say, hey, this is my experience. Do you have you ever experienced it? Do you know anything about this? You understand what I'm saying? Um, so, you know, I mean, there are things that happened when I was 
when I was younger that, um, you know, that did protect me though, spiritually. I knew that I had ancestors, uh, spiritual people that I, that were of other realms that were there protecting me. Like I could tell, you know, because whenever there was an, an altercation or an incident where I was like in the middle of it or something like that, someone would always come, come around. If I was, you know, if, if I could, if like, I, I never, I never, I was, I never got jumped as opposed to, I see so many other kids get like pummeled by five, six, seven, eight dudes, you know, living in the inner city and whatnot. You know what I mean? But I've never had to deal with that. Whenever a situation did occur where it was almost to that point, someone from the outside came in. Someone out the blue just popped up. You know, I turned my head, turned back, somebody's there. Um, and this this was all the way before elementary school. I mean, just in the street, you know, in, you know, in, in the Bronx. If anybody knows the Bronx, uh, if anybody knows you know, around Webster Avenue, how it, how it is and how it was, you know, um, back in the eighties and early nineties and so on and so forth and how it is now. Cause it really hasn't changed much, but we, we're talking about talking about people getting chopped up, thrown in the back of the building. We're talking about people jumping off the roof or supposedly jumping off roofs. We're talking about Kids be getting kidnapped. Uh, people being found in the elevator, shot up. People in the street being like, you know, run down. Um, you know, all kinds of stuff. Then you got serial killers and murderers in the city. Jack the Ripper and all of this other craziness. I don't even. I just threw that name out there, but it's like Jack the Ripper. I mean, there was people going through people's windows at night and like killing them. You know what I mean? There was one guy who lived down the block from me who was found, who, who, who they found, um, keeping like, like kidnapped and kidnapping people and then killing them and then putting their bodies in the freezer and eating piece of their bodies. And they, he lived in this brownstone, this nice brownstone, you know what I mean? And he, we would see him like maybe once every, every blue moon, you know, just uh, walking with his, with his cart. And in the cart, he would have two white buckets and over the top of the cart, it would be like this piece of wood. He would always have that. And I ain't think anything of it, regular dude, you know. Um, but I never had conversation with this dude, nothing or anything. And then one day, one day, yeah, we saw um, cops, a whole bunch of SWAT cars roll up to his brownstone and pull him out. And then they just start pulling bodies out. And the next day, you know, it was on the news. But that being said, you know, the spirit realm will protect you, especially if you have a specific gift or you're supposed to be the one who takes on that, you know, that spiritual role in the family. Um, unfortunately, we also have family members who shun that, uh, who don't understand it, or they've seen other people in their family with the gift or what have you. And they were told when they were younger, oh, it's evil, leave it alone. If you feel like you're going through this, you know, you need to go see Jesus or you need to see Allah or you need to, you know. Now, I personally don't think that that's the appropriate way of going about things. But especially if the person that's saying it went through various um, religions. You understand what I'm saying? So that person had to find their way is what I'm saying. 
So for one person to say, hey, this is what's going on with me right now. They confide in you and you turn and you tell them, well, go seek Jesus. When they want they want to actually pursue or delve more into uh, Vodun or Hoodoo or Santeria or, you know, or Palo, you know. You understand what I'm saying? And honestly speaking, I thought all these things were just coincidences in my life, in my experience, until I did my DNA. When I did my DNA test, I realized that all of the spiritual uh, studies that I've been drawn to, all of the... uh, capabilities that I had that I I know that I have now were all connected to various aspects of my bloodline my lineage and I didn't I didn't look I just did my DNA and then I said okay well let me see something got a reading or I you know studied up on some stuff And other people told me there was information I didn't even know that other people told me. They're like, oh, you're you. It sounds to me like you're a seer. You have the capability of doing all these things, but you have no way of controlling it because nobody's ever taught you how to control it. That comes from the Yoruba people. In Nigeria, West Africa, you know, stuff like that. And when I did my my lineage, I'm like, oh, shit. Excuse my French. You know, but that I have a high percentage of Nigerian in my bloodline. In Kenyan, in my bloodline. And I didn't also understand why one day, and this is another experience that I had. I was working, this is when I was in my 20s though. I was working, I was working at a hotel It was hotel slash residential for the Marriott in Midtown. And a guy lived there with his wife. And um, I didn't know who this guy was. But he was, you know, he would always, I would do the night shift, 11 to 7. So he would come in with his wife, maybe 2, 3 in the morning. Say, hi, how you doing? He's long hair. You know, they were Caucasian. Um, and they looked a little wild. They look, I'm not even going to lie. They looked a little, you know, like they ain't sleeping several days. Like they did, they don't care about how their hair look. Like it just didn't matter to them. And so, you know, one day he, he came up to me, he started coming up to me and he, he was talking to me and he was like, you know, there's something I'm feeling about you. There's this energy, you know, And my spirits are telling me that I shouldn't be talking to you. And then, you know, he's like, my spirit ancestors are saying I shouldn't be talking to you, but I'm going to talk to you anyway. And then he turned back and looked and it was, you know, it was an empty space. So whoever he could see there, you know, I couldn't see. But he, he then turned back and he was like, he was like, um, He's like, you're supposed to be a druid. He's like, I don't know why, why you're not with us yet. And, you know, and when people come up to you and talk to you like that, and you know you're a spiritual individual, you know, it's like confirmation, ding, 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 you know what I mean? But you're not trying to tell them that, you know what I mean? You you just like, mm, word, you know. I don't know, you know, 
Um, so, you know, the guy kept coming around from time to time and he started showing me videos of him uh, controlling his mind and his body through meditation and and various things that the Druids do. I, I You know, if that's, maybe it might be his own, but he would, basically he would sit and he was he would basically sit in a a tub of hot water like 300 degrees or something like that and the water would be bubbling 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 and he would sit in the water and meditate not 300 like 165 or something crazy like that it's a high number because he showed it to me on a video it was connected to the tub that he had and so he sat in the tub and then he was like, yeah, you know, I was able to control how my body reacted to this. The only thing is I burnt my I burnt my arm a little bit. But other than that, I'm good. And he showed me the burn on his arm, you know, and I was like, oh, man, that's cool, you know. But he kept trying to draw me into the world of druidry. You know what I mean? He kept trying to. And then he was explaining how he would meditate in the middle of the night and astral project uh or and he would be in other people's apartments houses in the city and he's like you'd be surprised how many people out here are witches and um you know working with demons and all of this stuff you know so um hold on So, um, like I said, you may be involved, you may be interested, you may be uh, someone who, uh, who is experiencing these things and have been from a young age and you have maybe have parents that are like, not with it, you going to church, that's it, or you going to the mosque, or you doing this, or you doing that, you know. When you begin to, to really study and break down everything, you begin to see patterns. And when you see the patterns, you begin to notice that, oh, what they're teaching in this religion is the same thing as what is being taught over here, but it's a different character, you know? So, but, the, but you know, past, past just the study part, um, if you have certain capabilities like being a seer, um, or you good at divination or you a root worker or whatever, the, um, you, you gotta make sure that you just have to make sure that you're doing things the right way. All right. Sorry about that. I'm like getting interruptions left and right. But anyway, um, yeah, man, do you know, this process, you know, is exciting because it's different and you, you begin after a while to feel comfortable in this particular space, you know, but it's also, you know, scary in the beginning because you're so used to going based off of what the movies say or what the church has said or, you know, demons is bad, demons will kill you, this, that, whatever, whatever, you know. Uh, but once you, once you get to studying and you understand clearly the variations, oh, you'll say, oh, well, this looks exactly like well, this is described exactly like what this is described, but they're giving it different names. You know, this is called a sprite. Uh, but th these are people are calling these sprite demons. But in this culture, they're not calling them demons. They're calling them, you know, uh, 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 water, water elements or whatever. You know what I mean? So, yeah. See, got another phone call. Sorry about that. 
Um, anyway, uh, let's see. I told you a little bit of a couple of experiences, but I want to get to one. Uh, did I tell you about that one too? I think I did. Yeah, I told you about that one, the birthday one, the one when I was in North Carolina. It'd be fun. It's funny because um, when you go through spiritual experiences, sometimes it could be a normal day. You wouldn't even know that this is about to happen to you. And then it just happens. And you're like, wow, well, damn, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and also, too, um, when the, the book The Secret came out, um, those who have uh, the gift or have the ability to do certain things, I think The Secret ends up enhancing your abilities. Um, I don't know if it affects different people in different ways, but uh, the things that they tell you to do in the book stem from uh, various modes of, uh, of meditation and divination and, um, and visualization as well. And now I've seen some people like celebrities and some uh, successful people, you know, kind of dumb it down or like they almost disrespect the book itself and you know what it was what it's saying uh and you know I don't particularly agree with them because the experience that I've had with the book has been a hundred percent true um you know and and any and all things and I you know I'll try it I'm like well let me try and see how this is gonna work and I tried it and I tried it multiple times and every time it worked, it worked and it helped me create a, a different form of magic or what they call magic. Um, so, you know, don't don't just listen to what people say anyway, but, you know, try for yourself. See if it works. OK. Um, yeah, cause I, I, you know, did, especially people that I looked up to, there were, there were, uh, some wealthy businessmen who I, I was like a devout follower to, and then they started to talk down on his book, you know, and, and I'm like, Either one, either they skimmed through the book and they didn't really read it or two, they just didn't read the book at all and they're just calling it a crock of poop. You know what I mean? Um, because I, I not only did I read the book, but I also read the sources of where the information came from in its totality and I read those books. So I know where it came from and I went and studied where it came from and it brought me to spirituality, a, a, a form of spirituality. Blavatsky um, and divination and, you know, various, various aspects of, of that type of uh, stuff. So, let's, let's, let's go into something real quick. Let's go into a couple of my experiences where I used, where I used the secret. And it might be, it, it, me doing this may be, I, it may, my experience may be because I, I am a seer, because I have those abilities. Maybe it's not. Um, if you hear any noise next to me, that's because they're fixing the elevator. But, um, so I started getting into the secret when I was working at a stockbroker firm, uh, in Long Island. 
and I end up walking to some dudes. The dudes were like talking to this one guy who just crashed his truck, his brand new truck, he bought it. And the dude was like, oh, y'all know the secret. Don't even worry about it. And they're like, yeah, we know the secret. Yeah, yeah. The following day, he came in with a brand new truck. Uh, brand new truck. Um, so I asked him what the secret was, and he told me about the book and all of that. And I went to the mall and, you know, one day with my aunt and ended up picking the book up. And that's what brought me in. And then I started reading it. And I was like, okay, well, let me let me try this. So I went and I tried it. And when I tell you it blew my mind, the visualization was the power. Everything is an antenna and is a force of energy, you know, and all of that stuff that really put me in a different level. So I began to use it for um, just to test it out. I said, okay, well, I'm going to visualize uh, somebody offering me coffee at work. And I did. And sure enough, this guy, same guy I visualized, came and he asked if I wanted some coffee, that he was going to get some, blah, blah, blah. I said, okay, that might have been a coincidence. Okay, let me see. Now, let me try with driving. And I want a parking space over here, blah, blah, blah. I visualized that. The next day happened again we're driving parking space same thing I said okay maybe that's a coincidence I don't know so I said this is what I want I I'm, I'm, I'm visualizing a dollar bill with a red stripe on it with a red marker on it uh, and I find the dollar bill on the street any street, it's on the street. So, two days later, I'm walking from my gym in Midtown. As I'm walking past the Olive Garden, I find a dollar bill right on the ground with a red stripe, like somebody put a red marker on it. Picked it up, and I was like, whoa. This blew me away. Then I started to think, just like in the movie, in the book, how many people know about this? Then I started to realize that if scientists and people that develop these televisions and antennas for our phones and computers and so on, know how it is controlled without having to use any wires, then they have to know that our bodies are made up of the same structure and can keep, can be controlled and restructured based off of frequency. Okay, I'm starting to learn more about this. This is a science now. This is why there's metaphysics. Now we're getting into another form this is actually spirituality, which they don't, they don't say, but it is because it is what, um, this is the God energy. This is the energy of the creator. This is what keeps us all alive. Anyway, so I go and I decide that I'm going to visualize people. I want to visualize a specific person, me seeing this person, you know, I like this girl, I'm going to visualize this girl, you know, and I'm going to be chilling with her, we're going to have a good time, that kind of thing. And maybe a week later, it happened. I was in the girl's house. Uh, we were hanging out, having a good time, laughing, joking. I said, hmm, okay. Let's try something even more interesting. 
So I was having trouble at the time at my job. And I said, this is what I want to have done. No, 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 no. Let's not. Let's go. I'm going to go back. I want to talk about something else first. So there was um, during this time I was flying out. I had already visualized making more money. And all of a sudden I started getting phone calls and new job opportunities. Overtime hours at the job, all of that stuff. So I started getting more, more money coming in. I got checks in the mail. When they say checks in the mail, I got checks in the mail. I'm not lying. It wasn't that much money, but I got checks in the mail from lawsuits, from companies I used to work for, people sending me lawsuits. Hey, the, your name was on the list. Boom, boom, boom. You're going to get a settlement. And it might be $20. It might be $5. It depends. Um, and so I went. Uh, and I was going out of town. I was going to Virginia. Was I going to Virginia? Yeah. And, or North Carolina, one of the two. But for some reason, the flight was delayed. It was because it was raining outside, right? So it was raining, it was raining hard. And it, it wasn't, they were like, we plan on being here for several hours. So just sit down and hang tight. So I said, well, if this thing is real, I should be able to do something with enough energy to stop this rain from pouring down so that we could fly the hell out of here within the next 30 to 45 minutes. Because I had already been there an hour and a half or so. I didn't want to, I, I didn't, you know, I, I wanted to make sure it wasn't a fluke. So I didn't just abruptly just do it. And the next thing you know, oh, you're going, whatever. So we got on the plane. They actually let us let us on a plane while it was still raining because we had been waiting there so long. The plane was already there, it was clean. But it was like, everybody just let's get on the plane and then, you know, we'll figure it out from there. So we get on a plane and we got the call from the, from the, from the, uh, uh, flight people and they were they were saying that we would be there another two hours because of you know this thunderstorm I mean it was th literally thunder and lightning and all that stuff so I said well I can't be here this long and I, I we gotta go because I gotta get down to this place whatever so I closed my eyes I had people sitting next to me but I didn't really care so I put my hands together Looked out the window, saw the rain, didn't see no sun. It was literally gray. And I visualized looking up out the window and the cloud bursting open, the rain stopping, the cloud bursting open, thunder lightning gone and the sun is out. And I also visualized hearing the captain saying we're, you know, we don't know how this happened. We, we're heading out in the, um, in the next 15 minutes. Um, sit back, relax, and, and enjoy the ride. And everybody's clapping. Woo! So I visualized that. Now, this is the longest I had did a visualization. It, I did it for about 15 to 20 minutes. So I did the visualization, you know, I felt the energy of excitement. I felt that energy of this happening and, and so on and so forth. And after I was done, I looked up. I, I opened my eyes and I looked up at the sky and the sky, the cloud, the cloud was still there, but the cloud started to spread. And like within five minutes, the clouds spread apart and the sun was out. And no lie, it was like the parting of the sea. One side was, was gray and cloudy and thunderstorm. The other side was gray and cloudy and thunderstorm. And in the middle was sunshine. And everybody, you know, was like, oh, snap. So the...
uh, once that happened and I saw that and that stuff started, uh, uh, the, the, the clouds started spreading, the guy came over the loudspeaker, we don't know how this happened, we just got a call from so-and-so saying we could go in 15 minutes, everybody started yelling, yeah, this is a true story, people, okay, so when this happened, I was like, man, can't nobody tell me this isn't real. <laughs> Can't nobody tell me this isn't real. But, but, I said, you know what? Just to make sure it wasn't a fluke, let me try something else. Now, this is my ego. And this is when I started learning about the ego. Ego is supposed to be here to protect you, to make sure you're good. But the ego also... Um, uh, tries and hinders you from uh, learning and experiencing new things sometimes so it was like it was um, this was when I uh, started working at an office a different office and I didn't particularly agree with the management that I had, I didn't like the the, the, the head uh, supervisor in charge. He was constantly firing people, you know. Now, I understand a stern person, someone to make sure the office is together. But he would, I mean, like every little thing, he's flipping, right? And he was firing the managers left and right, like maybe once or twice a month. So what I did was, um, what I did was I visualized a restructuring of the office. So I visualized him not being there anymore. I visualized my job being a lot easier, more calm. I visualized um, uh, different things like better food, more income, you know, stuff like that. And about a week later, week or so later, maybe two, I got a call saying that um, that these people, this comp particular company, lost the con lost the contract and is moving out of the building, and is um, and the the building. I mean, excuse me, the company is being bought by Time Warner Business Class. And so um, the Time Warner Business Class started to maneuver things around. They pulled the carpets up. They took out the old, uh, they took out old uh, furniture. They changed the name. Like when I tell you they did it everything all over again, they did everything over. Just like I visualized. They put a brand new manager in. They also, we also didn't have to deal with a district manager that, you know, the guy. And, um, and literally no one ever bothered us. And I end up doing was <clears throat> negotiating a contract with the manager at the company I worked for so that they could keep the contract. And next thing you know, this happened within like a, a, a month's time because they had it took about two weeks for them to uh, come in and sit down to redo the contract because Time Warner Business Class was about to try and find new security. But I reached out to Time Warner Business Class and I said, well, it makes no sense to get new security if you already have security here. And they agreed and the contract was signed, blah, blah, blah. You understand what I'm saying? So all this happened within the month. After that, smooth sailing. Everything was smooth. It was crazy. Crazy good. So this stuff really works. Now... Um, it's not the same as the, you know, my, my other experiences, spiritual experiences, but I like to, I like to like bring that up and discuss that because 
Um, I think it's, it's also a part of your meditation and your, your different uh, aspects of magic and so on and so forth. Conjuring and so forth. Um, so, what else? So I talked about that. I talked about that. Do, do, do. What else? Now, there's one, there was, there was one incident that occurred that I, that I think is the most, that is one of the most important things that, that, um, you guys should hear about, but beware if you are in the park, it's almost similar to the library story, but this was in the park, a big park. I'm not going to say which park, but it's various parks. And I was walking in one entrance, walking up, walking up, and I see a family pass me. Um, and they looked at me, you know, kid was bouncing a ball, the mother had the stroller, there was a kid in the stroller, and then she had her friend with her, a female friend. Didn't think anything about it. Oh, okay, fine. So we're, I'm walking, I'm walking, I blink my eye and I open my eye up and it looks like I'm in the same place. So I'm still walking like I'm still on a path. But as I'm walking, I see the same people that I just passed. And the kid looks up at me, drops the ball, his mouth is open wide. The mother looks at me rolling the stroller and the girlfriend is looking at or the girl the friend of hers is looking at me and I'm looking at them probably the same way they're looking at me and it's like how did what didn't we just see you back there this is this is weird and so uh so I I keep walking and I realize that there's an exit. Now, the whole time I was walking, mind you, I was focused. I wasn't, I wasn't listening to any music. I was just thinking to myself. And what I was thinking to myself and saying to myself was, I want to get to the nearest exit. I want to get to, but what I was thinking was like the 59th street exit. And I was on 90th street. And so when I get, get when I did get to that exit, which was right there, I walk up and I find that I'm back at the entrance that I originally walked in from. So I basically went around the whole park in less than five seconds, less than one second, shit, two seconds. And I didn't understand what that was or how that was possible. Uh, But, you know, I I recently got a reading and someone explained to me uh, that capability and from which tribe it came from and so on and so forth. And that is one of the tribes that's, that's in my bloodline. And this is why it's important for you to know where your bloodline stems from. But then also, too, it's important for you to know your father and your mother or where your father and your mother are or whatever to know who their people are. You understand? So take that and run with it, you know? There are other experiences that I've had. I've had so many other, you know, having dreams, having dreams of, um, having dreams of like scary ghosts and falling and all of that stuff. I'll wait for another, another episode to talk about that. But there's, you know, 
there's one other thing that I want to discuss. And this one thing uh, is about an experience that I had. Oh, I just had it in my mind. Well, where did it go? Where did it go? Um, well, it'll come back. Maybe it's not meant for me to talk about right now. I'll talk about it in another episode. Um, but in the re- it's because I've had so many experiences that it's, you know, it's ridiculous. Um, so this is important. All right. Uh, so stay safe, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure you keep all this stuff, all your spiritual journey and growth together. Um, I'm still learning. You know, I wish I would have been able to delve into it when I was really young. Um, I've met some amazing people throughout my life who have been pointing me in that direction. I've met people in Santeria that I've worked with that's, that's told me that sat in a cubicle right next to me. I don't think it was a coincidence that said, you supposed to be a spiritualist. It's a lot of work involved, but you supposed to do it, you know? And and, And this one guy said, you gotta be ready. So he, he told me the call, you know, and he was in Santeria. The other guy told me, and he was, he was in, he was a Druid. And that was totally, another guy told me, uh, a girl told me, and, and she was uh, a witch priestess. Another person told me, you understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> and even the pastor at church said, that I'm going to be a teacher and a preacher. So I don't know if it's me talking to you all through here so that you guys could grasp the concept or it's going to be something bigger or what. But I want to tell you Godspeed. Embrace the process. And don't be afraid of your own, your own shadow. All right, I'm leaving. Have a wonderful day. Talk to you soon.